Welcome to the Introverted Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Erica Van Slyke. My soul's mission on this planet is to help fellow introverts grow their online influence in a state of feminine flow and ease. While battling the woes of depression, anxiety, and even mom guilt, I've somehow managed to build a six-figure blog without the use of social media and without sacrificing my mental health. If I can do it, you can fucking too. Hello, and welcome back to episode 27 of the Introverted Influencer Podcast. I am so freaking happy you're here with me today. So if you tuned into last week's episode, you probably heard me vent a little about my boys almost driving me to the brink of insanity over summer break. (laughs) But I am happy to report that we are now on day four of them being back at school. And I'm already feeling so much more high vibe and centered again. It's truly amazing how much better you feel when you don't have to constantly break up fist fights. <laughs> but in seriousness, being a parent and also an introvert can definitely pose its challenges. I need my quiet time and I am just soaking up every second of it right now. And I've said this before, I believe at least, but before my children were of school age and we could hardly even afford um, Mother's Day out, but we did it. Childcare was the very first major business investment I made. So if any of you mamas are on the struggle bus with this, remember that childcare is not only an investment in your business, if it frees up your time to get shit done, but it's also an investment in your freaking mental health and sanity if you feel like you're about to lose your mind. So there's that. That's a lesson in a lesson. <laughs> so moving on from my little tangent, I had originally penciled in a different topic for this week's episode, but I was just really moved last night to change it when I was scrolling on Instagram and I came across this really freaking precious reel from Angie Lee of The Angie Lee Show. She's an influencer and a business coach, Um, but she is not only insightful, but she's freaking hilarious. So I love to watch her reels. But anyhow, she essentially in this reel shared a really powerful reframe for anyone who may be really discouraged with their social media stats right now. And her approach is actually something I did when I went through the beginning days of my blog and when it felt like it wasn't growing fast enough and 
it's kind of synchronistic that that came up for me last night because I've been using this same reframe um, for this actual podcast because it's like I'm a freshman again. I'm starting from square one and building up an audience. So I I think it's cool that I was already kind of doing that. But anyhow, this reframe that I'm going to share It's not just exclusively relatable to like social media. It can be applied to many different facets of being a creative or a business owner. But before I paraphrase her potent reframe, I just wanted to first stress the importance of learning to be not only your best friend, but your own cheerleader, regardless of if you want to be a business owner or blogger or influencer. That's just a good life skill to have, to to have your own back and to cheer yourself on. And in episode 16, actually, I do a full spiel on this topic of being your own cheerleader. But when you first set out to create a life and a business that just lights you up, There is this super slow trying time when you have no evidence you're doing the right thing in this physical world. You've got your dream, you're showing up, but it's like crickets. And probably no one else around you will get it or be supportive. So... At first, when you first start off, you know, the first few months, you expect slow results. You don't expect overnight results. But then when you start to creep into, you know, showing up consistently for God's, I mean, it can get into like half of a year you've been doing this and you still are not gaining as much traction as you'd like. Um, Or seeing the results that you would expect at this point, this is when it can get really, really challenging and tempting to just throw in the towel. And even as a professional blogger of seven years now, I can say firsthand that even as an established creative or digital entrepreneur, you're going to experience ebbs and flows in your business. And I will admit that after Pinterest did a recent algorithm change earlier on this year, my traffic is not what it was this time last year. And it's it's discouraging, I'm not gonna lie. But I have had to find ways to keep myself encouraged despite the fact that on the physical plane, it looks like everything is going wrong and maybe I should just give up. Maybe I'm not meant to do this anymore. But first off, I've said this before, I'll say it again. You cannot place your worth or your happiness on your stats. This has nothing to do with the type of person you are or your level of talent. Because likes and clicks and reshares 
comments, they are not a metric to measure talent, period. Secondly, you cannot hand off all of your personal power into the success or the performance of your business. And I've got to say, this is so hard to do when you absolutely love what you do and you are obsessed with your business and it makes you so happy. The lines can get really blurry. And I think for me, this has been a major lesson this year for me to put into practice and embody. And let me give a caveat here by saying, when your business is doing really well or your stats are on the uppity up, relish it. Use it as fuel and celebrate it. Pat yourself on the back. But when you don't like the numbers you see, you're going to have to step back and detach your personal worth from your business's results or you're going to lose your freaking mind and you're going to live a very roller coaster kind of life. I can say for me that meditation and journaling, especially this year, has been just one of the most helpful tools for me on this particular topic because both of those practices really help you detach from your thoughts and kind of the, um, the chaos of whatever circumstances you're going through and the reactivity. And you can just kind of become a neutral observer. And even better, most of the time, when I come out of a journaling session or a meditation session, I am able to come out of it with a new perspective and new ideas and new ways to approach whatever it is that I'm perplexed by. And since March, that's when Pinterest did their new algorithm change that didn't favor my content as much as it once did, I have had to learn how to just detach a bit from a, a platform I once was completely obsessed with. I was a self-proclaimed Pinterest queen. And I've even had to detach from the actual blog, not as in like I'm still showing up, but just by not obsessively checking my analytics and my daily revenue or even just by choosing not to feel like I suck at life because my pins are losing views. And I still freaking love what I do, but I can't let my frustration with stupid stats stifle my creativity or diminish my inherent worth as a human soul on this planet. I also think that there is a level of optimism you have to learn to cultivate if you're going to own your own business. And don't get me wrong, I certainly have my fearful freak out moments over the freaking algorithms where it feels like the situation will just never turn around and 
oh, you know, blogging as we know, it's going to become extinct. But I know I am not going to give up. I still love it. So I just have to trust that if I keep showing up, I will eventually figure it out, find a solution. And my job is just to be open to approaching my strategy just a little differently. So this is what I've been doing for the past few months. And I can proudly say, I mean, I want to keep my fingers crossed, but it's in my stats now. It's starting to look like I am on an upward trend. So I hope that continues. But given this was the first time in my business, in my seven years, gosh, is it about to be eight, that I have been hit hard with a, an unfavorable algorithm update, this happens to a lot of people. This is kind of one of those inevitable things in an online business. So given I've, I've learned from that, I now know that I've got to remain just cautiously optimistic and somewhat detached from the end result. And if you are going to rely on search engines or social media for your business, regardless of if you're a blogger or not, you are going to have to learn to do the same thing because that's how these platforms work. They're constantly changing and releasing new updates so that people essentially can't hack the system. So in this online industry, change is just constant. And it happens, it happens, uh, I'd say at least twice a year. So I was actually really lucky to never have been affected by one of those. But all this to say, celebrate your wins for sure, but do not internalize your perceived fails by letting it mean something about you as a person. You've got to just keep moving forward, doing what you're divinely called to do and trust that it will all make sense in the end and that the hack or the tweak or the winning strategy will eventually be revealed to you. And when you're starting off and you feel like no one is listening or seeing you, like it's all in vain, or if like me, you're an established blogger, but you are experiencing some fluctuations in your audience or your views because of factors really totally out of your control. Let me share this powerful reframe that Angie Lee shared on her Instagram. And I think, I hope that it will help you keep the faith. It's so freaking good. Okay, you ready? If you have just 25 views, that's the size of a classroom. If you have 100 to 300 views, that's the size of a movie theater or an airplane. If you have 500 views, that's the size of an auditorium. If you have over a thousand views, that's a concert. 
And then she ended her reel by encouraging us all to keep showing up even when no one is clapping. And I would add, stop putting so much meaning into your numbers because there are really just so many factors at play with wonky algorithms and just these platforms always changing their preferences. It probably has nothing to do with your actual level of talent whatsoever. Ultimately, the question to ask yourself, are you called or are you not? Don't squander the talents that God has placed inside of you over some stupid metrics. The world needs what you uniquely have to offer, babe. Keep going. Thank you so much for stopping by this week. I make no money from these podcasts. So the best way you can support this show is by leaving me a five-star review on whatever podcast platform you use or by sharing it with a friend or by screenshotting this episode on your phone, uploading it to your Insta story and tagging me in it at Designing Vibes. Sending you my love.